welcome to the fifth episode of Speak It Teen. I'm your host, Maya, and in today's episode, we'll have a small twist to our usual routine. Instead of starting with trendy news, we'll directly move into the topic of the week, starring our guest speaker for today, Emily Mims, from Women in Mun. Welcome, Emily. Hi, thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. In this week, our episode will revolve around feminism. So, Emily, can you please briefly explain to us what is feminism? Uh, It's so strange uh, how so few words can mean so much when it comes to social change. Um, Feminism in and of itself is like the want for equality between the sexes. It's pretty simple, and I think most people can agree on it. But because of the way society has um, become shaped and the way that we have evolved as a society, feminism has become something different. Um, I've always said that like, feminism is just a desire for equal opportunity, rights, and treatment in society for women and men. Um, but some people will see modern feminism as an attempt for women to be better. And while sure, there's plenty of jokes on the internet about women being better than men, I don't think anyone genuinely wants a society in which we have more inequality than we do now. Thank you for this brief but extremely informative explanation. Do you believe that women aren't treated the way they're supposed to? Or do you think that gender equality has improved with time and that women are granted all their rights nowadays? So I can only speak to... Um, my experiences and to the experience like from the United States because I don't I won't lie I'm not entirely educated on the world and how feminism has shaped the world but I think it's getting better while we're definitely not still in the middle ages and we definitely have vote have the voting right in many countries and there's a lot better situations there's still so much to do there's still so few women in politics there's still so few women in power And there's still so few women in hard-to-get-to fields. Women in STEM have made so many reaches and bounds that we need to continue to create this social change. We've seen, over time, so much happen. We've seen female authors like Mary Shelley, who invented sci-fi, and then have females be entirely kicked out of the genre. So we're seeing a lot of change in the world. We're seeing a lot of hope for better, but we definitely have a lot to do. As you said, women aren't really involved in politics, but do you agree that if they were, our world would be a better place? (laughs) Um, I think if our society was equal between men and women in politics, we could definitely see a better world. I won't lie. I I do think that there's a lot of evidence to show that um, Nations that are run by women are actually uh, better equipped to handle things. Uh, there was an article that I read that said that um, European countries that had like female either prime ministers or um, like presidents, they um, actually handled the COVID-19 pandemic better than their male counterparts. And that might also just be because of like Boris Johnson's ineptitude, but <laughs> that's fine. Overall, I think that a society with women in power to an equal degree of men would be fantastic and it should be everyone's goal. 
in your own words, what is feminism to you? It's changed a lot over time, personally. I used to be, um, I'm not proud of it, but I used to be one of those people who dismissed feminism because um, it was a ideology that I thought was aggressive and hated men and that only feminists, like, they would never be married or they would never, like, live in normal society. I, I realized that that's what I'd been bred to think. I was told that people who wanted social change weren't going to live in our society, which is true. If you want social change, you're going to want to live in a new society. And I realized that, well, I want to live in that new society. Feminism has changed so much over time, just as in ideology with the, um, when you talk about feminism, there's three major waves. So you have your first wave, which is your like original suffragettes who are trying to make change. And then you have your second wave, which is still like accepting morality and still accepting like typically like hetero-Christian norms. And then you have your third wave, which is like reowning your power, which became like really popular in the 90s and 2000s. And that's a lot of um, what we see now. And I used to think that I would only ever think about the second wave that people had to be like very by the book and they couldn't like be aggressive or own their bodies or own their sexuality. But at this point, I don't think we should tell anyone who to be. I think feminism goes down to the fact that every human should be allowed to live their own life as true as it should be. Do you believe that feminism can affect our society? And do you agree that feminism will only be taken into consideration if it's only aggressively done? Okay, so feminism can definitely affect society, um, but I don't think it needs to happen in an aggressive sense. While we have a society that honestly needs to be yelled at in order to have change happen. We don't have to be aggressive in everyday um, interaction. I think so much of societal change happens in everyday conversations. And I think just having hard conversations with people and explaining to them that like, they're actually a feminist if they believe in equality or that they're just fundamentally like, they need to understand that there's no difference between the sexes other than a couple genetic like things. Um, I think overall, like when you use feminism in a good way, it can greatly change society. I totally agree with you. As most people say, aggressive play isn't always the answer. Now, if someone who isn't a feminist approaches to you and asks you how to become one, which would you reply to them? Okay. Um, the first thing I'd say is thank you for wanting to learn and wanting to be educated. I think the first step to having any conversation is to want to be educated about the other side. If you go into a conversation immediately believing that everything this person ever says is going to be stupid, you're never going to have a conversation. You're going to have a screaming match. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, the first thing I'd say is try and look around and find women in your life that you think are amazing and then find men in your life that you think are amazing and for me i ended up counting a lot more men than i did women because i wasn't appreciating the women in my life 
I was demeaning them for having some quality, you know, for not being like matronly mm-hmm. enough or for not being good enough. So take a second to appreciate the woman. And then when you've done all that, <laughs> look, look at yourself. Think, am I equal to someone who's the exact same person as me, but isn't it? Should we have every same opportunity? Should there be no difference in the way we are treated? If your answer is yes, then you're a feminist. And if you want to cause actual social change, there's so much we can do. First, obviously, one of the best things anyone can ever do is vote. Voting is how we use our power. Second thing you can do is something that I've heard a lot of times, vote with your money. Choose where you spend your money to be on feminist organizations or just women who started their own businesses. Starting a business is so hard and it's so good to be supported. Then you can lobby for legislation to help women and to help other gender minorities because feminism doesn't just mean women and men. Then you support the women in your community. And also something that I think really needs to happen is a lot of times when it comes to modern feminism, you hear about the social justice warrior, which I think is super cool because like, if you want social justice, like go you. Um, But a lot of people use this to demean women and they use this as a trope to hurt women within feminism and within the feminist like sphere. And we need to stop perpetuating this trope of demeaning women for wanting change. Those are just a few things you can do. I wish everyone who listens to this episode can possibly benefit from it and help raise awareness as I believe that all women are special in their own way and that we girls are unstoppable. Amen. (laughs) Just to clarify, the act of feminism doesn't aim to spread the word that men aren't as powerful. We all know they are. But what we don't know is that women can be as powerful too. Yes, um, I don't believe that any one gender is better at something. I would never perpetuate the stereotype that, oh, men are better at blank and women are better at blank. While sure that we, we do have like biochemical differences between the two of us, and sure it tends to be that oh, women are more like emotionally oriented and man man is more like fact oriented. I think that doesn't matter. What matters is person by person and how each person chooses to guide their own life. If somebody chooses to orient their life to mathematics, it it doesn't matter whether or not they're a man or a woman. They're probably going to be good at the subject and they should be treated equally. In order to get educated about feminism, we need to read about it. If there is one feminism resource that you wish everyone would read or view, what would it be? That's such a good question. Um, I already mentioned earlier, but I really love Mary Shelley. Um, She is the the inventor of modern science fiction and modern um, horror. And I think taking a look at some of her novels is so cool to see just like how feminism changed her look of society. You know, she's the writer of um, 
pretty sure it's Frankenstein. Yeah, no, she wrote Frankenstein. Um, and just seeing how like that kind of a monster shapes like the metaphors of the monster itself. But I think also just if you don't feel like reading a book or if you don't feel like reading an article, engaging with the women in your community is still a good way to become educated on feminism. Asking the women around you their experiences is so, so informational and it's so good if you don't really feel like engaging in the um, intellectual discourse, which I totally understand. Nowadays, the amount of feminist organizations are increasing, and one of them is your organization, Women in Mun. So can you please tell us all about your organization? Yeah, um, thank you for asking. So Women in Mun is an international organization aimed at creating an equal playing field for men and women in model United Nations and in general, like in political spheres and in, um, in places where women typically aren't. We want to see a equal globe where women can be treated the same as men. I know within Model United Nations, sometimes it can be very daunting to be one of the few women in the room or to be one of the only powerful women in the room. I've always struggled with being like too aggressive or too catty or being too strong, which were words that for my male counterparts meant powerful. They meant uh, assertive, and they meant dominant, which was so good for them. Um, we hope to end these stereotypes. We hope to end a world in which men and women can't enter the same room and debate about the same issues without being treated differently. Um, so we hope to create a safe space for discourse about Model United Nations and to provide research, re like resources and workshops um, to decrease the gap between men and women because so much of modern United Nations is just starting. So you've mentioned that you host workshops. Can you please tell us more about them and how you plan them? Yes, uh, actually we have one um, in a couple days. So for our workshops, we pick one topic a month. This month was public speaking because it was um, our most voted topic. Um, typically we have people vote on what our topics are. So we have, um, one person um, will attend our lecture who is one of our resource staff members. We have uh, an executive board of 16 and about five, no, six resource staffers who are from all across the world. Um, and they help create um, our uh, lectures and they create our um, publication materials overall. Like our resource staff is insanely talented. Um, so they'll attend and they'll give um, the interactive lecture to a group of about 15. And then we will have um, 15 people around um, then speak and engage with each other and help each other become better. So through our interactive activities, we want it to be a small group so that they can interact together and talk and just support each other. We want women from around the globe to be able to connect with each other. So I've actually attended one of your workshops and I advise all of you out there to try to attend them. They're just amazing and extremely well done. My favorite part about them was how they make you try out the skill and then they give you feedback of your performance. So I really loved that idea. Thank you. Um, we really tried so hard to make sure that our workshops were something that could be enjoyed by all people. 
whether it be somebody who was quiet and wanted to sit in the back of the room and just kind of chill out and listen, or if it was somebody who was constantly asking questions. We hope to even the playing field for all people and just help people become more confident because I think it's so hard to be a confident woman these days. And having a group of women just to support you is so, so important. In my opinion, the key to being confident is believing in yourself. Since as long as you trust yourself, everything will go the way you planned it. I agree. Um, I believe a few weeks ago, you just hit your one month anniversary. Am I right? Yes. So can you tell us all the achievements you've done in the first month? Yeah. Um, so in the first week, uh, so we've been an organization for about two months now. Um, and in our first week, we were able to amass about 200 Instagram followers, which was so crazy. Um, it started off as just me and my co-founder, uh, Laura. She's so amazing, by the way. Um, the two of us were so surprised by the outpour of support. Um, so we realized that if we wanted to really get anything done on a global sphere, we had to, to have help. Me and Lau were both located in South Florida, so we knew nothing about the international circuit, really, because we both competed at small schools. Um, so we tasked to create an executive board. Um, we did interviews from, what, I think it was 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. one day, just constantly trying to find um, women from around the world who were just dedicated to enriching their communities and helping like their community grow um, and female leadership. So we eventually found 16 wonderful humans. Um, some were from our hometown of Florida, some were from New Mexico, um, some were from Costa Rica. I think we have some from the United Arab Emirates. We have women from around the world, truly. And all of us have come together for the shared purpose of helping women succeed. So each person has a different role in our organization and they help to create a, um, a better world. Right now, we're hoping um, to expand a little. We're hoping to file for um, 501c3 status in the United States, which would make us a nonprofit, um, so that we can then um, obtain donations so that we can give scholarships to students um, who want to attend MUN conferences but can't afford them. Um, we want to come out with merchandise just so people can uh, wear some women in MUN merchandise. Always, I've always dreamed of having like a sweatshirt that was made for an organization that I like started and it seems like that's actually going to happen now which is so crazy um it, overall like our first month was so crazy and it was so overwhelmingly good um, and I can't wait to see what another couple months does for us I'm really glad to hear that I love your organization and I'm actually an active member and I just love how cute everything is thank you we uh we try. Would you please give us a sneak peek of your future plans, maybe future workshops, like a simple sneak peek? Of course. Um, so right now we have, um, I was actually just creating the poster for it right before uh, we decided to record. Um, we are doing a collaboration with International Crisis Summit, uh, which is a large online Model United Nations conference. Um, 
and so with them we are doing um a instagram live which is going to be like really short um to promote our webinar which is going to be about two hours long um it's going to be a big discussion of money united nations and women and women in power um, and helping women in politics we're going to do some brief overviews of um, women in power and how they're like how they're succeeding throughout the world um, right now we're really diving into kamala harris uh, the presumptive democratic uh, vice president um, for the united nations united nations well <laughs> the united states nominee um, but we are going to have a webinar and it will be with us, International Crisis Summit, and some guest speakers. I'm not gonna say who our guest speaker is, but right now it's going to be very, very cool to see some large and in charge women. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. <laughs> I actually didn't expect you to give us a sneak peek, but thank you so much. And the last question would be, if you describe your organization in three words, what would they be? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, um, gosh. It's actually funny how the shortest answers can be the hardest ones to answer sometimes. It really, it's so hard. Okay, so um, I think I'm going to, okay, I'm going to extend it to four. Sorry uh, to bend your little it's question okay. a little. And I think I'm going to use our um, our girl goals. So that's our goals of our organization. There are girl goals. Um, it's grow, inform, retain, and love. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. So I think by now we've spoke about everything that we wanted to talk about. Thank you so much, Emily, for attending and make sure to follow their Instagram at womaninmun and make sure to follow our Instagram too at speak.it.teen and listen to all our other episodes and tell all your other friends to check our Instagram out. So thank you again, Emily, and it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciated it. <laughs>